Welcome back to Behind the Scenes of the Event for Life's podcast. Dodge, we're here again, mate. We're here again, mate. Good week. Good week. Loads of sport on telly. Loads of things happening here. The, I think the big the big news is the Tyson Fury Francis and Garni fight. I know we've spoken about it in previous weeks, mm. but we actually... I really enjoyed it. watching that. I really enjoyed it. What the Saudis did, they put on an amazing show. They bought 60 of the world champs. They flew them all in, looked after them, private everything, five-star. They, they, they had one photo of like 60 champs in there. Yeah, Ronaldo Lennox, there. Lennox, Lewis. Like it just went, the list just went on and on and on. It was unbelievable to have them all in one place. And do you know what? It made me like, the Saudis really are welcoming people. They want the creme de la creme in their country. And obviously money's not, they're not short of a pound note. So I'm sure they can do all that stuff. They're looking after them all. Looking after everyone. On massive events. I think the biggest events of the year in, in definitely in boxing mm. were all in, in Saudi. Yeah. And they've got Ronaldo out there and all the football stars. Yeah. It's, it's really growing into a massive empire for yeah. sport and entertainment. Well, they're putting on events. They're putting on big events in Saudi and they've got the big 2030 and it's all about Saudi. Mm. You know, they've got the money to put on these big events. And before the fight, it was like, it felt like it was two or three concerts before the fight. The ring was underground and it rose up and... They just ticked every box. It was a it was a really well put on show. The production was amazing. Whoever put that event together, massive respect to them. It, yeah, it ticked a lot of boxes. And then all the touches, pre-fight uh, was great. Ring walks. I know it was all glim, uh, glitzy it's and all that entertainment, before entertainment. It? Probably a little bit over the top, if I'm being brutally honest. But they're know, trying to sell it. They're trying, they're to, trying sell to sell it. Sell yeah. It, yeah. What, what was your it. What was your prediction before the fight? My prediction was anyone who's size of Engano has got a chance. He's a lump and looks the part and hard as nails. Okay, boxing's a new sport to him. Um, he's MMA fighter. And then Tyson, I don't think Tyson, I don't think Tyson trained 12 weeks. He's my gut feeling. I think, I think he did, but he didn't. It was all much of a game. There's a lot of money in it. It was a bit of a game. But, and to be honest with you, I thought Ngannou done enough to win the fight. Do you think he won it? I think he did. I think so. Yeah. I think he won it. I, and he yeah. worked. He worked Tyson. Not eclipsed Tyson. Bang on the Fury. You don't see Tyson the Fury very often. Uh, Tyson Fury on the floor very often. Yeah. You know. No. Um, not at all. And it was a great. It was a. It, I know Tyson said it was behind the head, but it definitely wasn't. It was on the temple. And I then Tyson come in and gave an elbow. I don't know if you see. Yeah, it. It's I not saw. a bunch like an MMA elbow yeah. in your face. It's like well, that would that would have been a point deduction yeah. though if yeah. if the ref saw it. And then yeah. you can't really argue for a split decision victory for Tyson yeah. if he's been deducted a point. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it as a spectacle. I thought it was outstanding. I bought the fight. Really enjoyed it. I think uh, they put on a good show. I think if the fight was happening again, I think Tyson would train very differently for him. I don't think Tyson would take it. Mm. I don't think. No, he I, won't. But I want to see Ngannou fight AJ. I want to see Ngannou yeah, fight same. Wilder. I want to see Ngannou fight everyone now. I, I'm a big fan. And I think he's gained millions of followers after that because he, when he lost the fight, he didn't moan. He didn't complain. He went, hey, listen, he's had his biggest payday of his life ever. And his backstory is ridiculous, travelling through Africa and through Europe and living on the streets. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't think people realise how big this is, by the way. A UFC fighter who is was the heavyweight, heavy, heavyweight yeah. champ in the UFC, but he's, he's, he's done it both his knees in. Obviously, mm. he can't use it in a boxing fight, but he's just pretty much walked in there, mm. first professional fight, yeah. and beaten arguably one of the best heavyweights mm. of all time mm. on his first fight. Mm. Pre I mean, in my eyes, pretty convincingly. And what I think as well is it's really exciting for the heavyweight division now in, in boxing because mm. you've got all these big names, Fury, Joshua Usyk, they're all, and, and Wilder, obviously, mm. they're, they're not fighting each other. Yeah, and it's annoying. The community's getting very, very frustrated. I don't think it. I don't think he won it convincingly. I think he won it maybe by a point. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know... It, it shouldn't have been a by a point. Like, it, it shouldn't be that close. Yeah, what, agree. What, what everyone was well, saying. Well, pre-event, you've got all the, all, the, all the boxing punts going, oh, I ain't got a chance now, I ain't got a chance now. Post-event, everyone's like, 
My God, mm. he's blown me away. But how how much more exciting is that heavyweight division now? You've got someone like Ngannou that will fight. We'll we'll fight any of them, and they're Listen, all going for him now. If you're an MMA fighter, going to a boxing ring is easy. You're getting punched to the head. You're not getting kicked to the head. You're not on the floor. They're not grappling. They're not strangling. You're not trying to kill you. You know, compared to he, he walked out. They're going, that was easy money for me. I'll fight anyone. Hundred <laughs> you know? percent. Oh well, that's the best you got. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll yeah. take on Joshua yeah. Wilder. Who yeah. do you think would give him the best fight? I'd like to see AJ and Garnu. The thing is, I've, well, I'm a big fan of AJ. I'm a big fan of boxing, heavyweight boxing, and all boxers really, especially the British ones. But I'd love to see AJ go in there because it would it would probably suit his it's probably suit his style. To be fair, I think so. You know, but it'll be two very strong human beings beating the crap out of each other. It'd be great, and then I'd like to see Wilder fight him as well. I'd like to see Ngannou come on the scene. I'd like to see Zhang fight. Chinese Zhang. Have you seen him? He's unbelievably quick. He's massive. Really? Like, massive. Yeah, I'd like to see him back up. I'd like to see him in the mix as well. They all deserve a shot. It really does make that whole um, division a lot more exciting when yeah, you're going to win it. And I just want to see Frank Warren, Eddie Hearn, put their differences apart and just do a deal for all of us. Put on Fury, put on AJ. I know we've got Usyk in the mix now. Obviously, Usyk should be fighting Fury, but just get the two British lads that everyone wants to see. We don't want them to see them fight in two years' time when they've when they've gone past the maybe past their best or whatever. So let's just get it on if it's we can. It's happened before in boxing as well. The, the, the big fight everyone wants, they wait till they're on their last legs. Pretty well, I don't much. know. You I don't know who's together. telling the truth. That's what that's the upsetting bit. I don't know who's telling the truth out the promoters. They're going. We sent you the contract. You haven't signed it. We sent you the contract. You haven't signed. I don't know. No one will ever know. But let's just get it on, lads. If you're out there in boxing, let's just get that fight going. Yeah, the money's there. Yeah. You know where to do it. Yeah. Everyone's going to watch it. Yeah, just do it. It's yeah. A, it'd be the biggest fight ever, I think. Paid per pay-per-view out in Saudi. They'll earn a fortune, both of them, for a night's work. Yeah, just do and it. And we all get our answer. Everyone gets it then. <laughs> we and get our answer. can just calm down and exactly. chill out a little bit. Exactly. Um, in other news this week, we've had a pretty full-on week with the podcast. We've doing, yeah. been doing a few recordings as yeah. well. We have three as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one I really, really enjoyed was a, a man called Rian Illett. Oh my god. He ca- came on. I can't wait for that to launch. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it was a it was a really intense episode, but very, very heartwarming as well. Yeah. Um Rian was a been to many wars, saved kids, saved people. like he's a great storyteller. And you know when someone's telling the truth, if I'm sitting opposite you, you know when someone's telling the truth when they're looking you in the eye and they're telling you a story. You also know when someone might put a bit of spice on it because they can't look you in the eye as much. Yeah, you know, and that's very rare. We get that, but his one, his story is 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 off the charts. Let's just leave it there as that. Yeah, you don't want to give Rian too much Illett, away. his name is. When it comes out, please go and have a look on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, the YouTube in general has been really, really good at the moment as well. We're we've been growing a lot this year. Um, it was a journey we sort of took on properly at the start of this year. January this year, wasn't it? Yeah, the YouTube channel. Um, we've been putting out every week um, and it's been growing and people have been enjoying it. The community has been get, getting bigger and bigger. We're about to, we're coming up to 100,000 subscribers now, which is that's bonkers, unbelievable. I remember, I remember see, someone saying to me to break, in fact, James Smith texted me this week. He's living out in Australia at the moment. You know, the PT Yeah, James guy, Smith, the, the PT. Yeah. yeah, really good bloke. Uh, he was like, mate, you're smashing YouTube. I was like, oh, thanks, mate, because he smashes everything. Um yeah, it's nice to hear that because he's the king of social media and YouTube. And he just was like, mate, YouTube's the hardest one to crack. But when you crack it, it f- really flies. It can be quite isolated as well, YouTube. Yeah. Everyone's sort of competing against each other for subscribers. And it's nice to hear something like that from yeah. James because he's been doing I it for don't a think while. We're, I don't think there's any competition. I don't think we're competing. I think sometimes no. the space can... I think maybe like that, that is, but we're just in our lane, mate. Like I don't, I don't look and go, we're competing against that person or that person. Just stay in our lane. 
produce quality content, produce great trailers, and put it out there and see what happens. Mm. And that's what we're doing. That's what I love about it. And that's it. what's so much fun. Yeah. 100%. You know, and some go mad and go to 100,000, 300,000, 500,000. Some will sit 40,000, 50,000, 70,000, 90,000. But if you get 90,000, that's like selling out Wembley. Yeah. It's like us. That's how we do it, isn't it? You put, yeah. it, put our face on a massive screen there, 90,000 people in Wembley watching your episode. You talk for an hour and a half. It's, yeah, it's, it's bonkers. It's I think, yeah, yeah, sometimes people can get carried away with, yeah. with views and whatnot. But even when you've got, <laughs> yeah, like 50,000. 50,000. It's like filling up um, St. James's Park. Yeah. Or 60,000 up to um, London Stadium. Yeah, when you when you think of it like that, yeah. and it's actual, you know, eyeballs on screen, it's real, giving you their time in yeah. the evening. It's like, well, that's a lot of commitment, and yeah, we're very very lucky to have a really nice community yeah. that they're engaged in all the stuff we do. Yeah, and you play a great part in it, Josh, as producer. Thanks, yeah, we try. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's been a yeah. really cool, really really cool journey. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to getting some more really fun guests on, growing it, and hopefully hitting that milestone yeah. um, end of this year, start next year, which would be a massive hit the milestone of a hundred thousand subscribers. You're in the top 0.3% of podcast creators. That's crazy, isn't it? 0.3% of podcasts. And there's like 100 million creators on YouTube. And if you get to 100,000, don't well, you get a plaque or something? So, uh, yeah, we. so when you when you hit 100,000, YouTube send you a like a custom plaque yeah. on the wall. It'll just say congratulations yeah. to Dodge Woodall. Quality. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a really nice yeah, moment, be a good I think. Moment. Yeah, we've all we're in the right direction, mate, and we just keep reds down and keep doing what we're doing. Enjoying it. Enjoying yeah. it and having fun doing it. In other news, it has been Halloween. <laughs> Dodge isn't a fan of Halloween, by the way. (laughs) What is Halloween all about? Jesus. Mate, I find it odd, mate, everyone dressing up like they've killed each other and blood everywhere. I I don't know where it's coming. Is that that an American thing, is it? It, it, I think it is an American thing and it's sort of brought over here. Oh, mate. Just commercialised. Not my bag at all. My little boy got dressed up on Tuesday night and went out of all all his mates in in the tipping rain. Trick or treat. Come back with like 50 sweets. Everyone was hyper. All the kids come back hyper running around everywhere. It is a kid thing, isn't it? But yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, the weather at the moment. God, it's tipping it down. I think it's an actual, there's an actual name for the storm at the moment in the UK. Pissing it down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's been, it's raining a lot. There's floods everywhere. Um, Do you know what? When I look at it, I love our country. Yeah, really patriotic. But if you lived in another country and you loved this country, I don't think, if you looked at the weather forecast, I don't think you would choose to come and live in this country. Like no. I wouldn't choose if I was going. Oh, I want to go and live in Portugal, but it's tonking with rain for two hundred and seventy days of the year. Oh, I won't bother going there then. Probably wouldn't. No. You go somewhere where it's hot and sunny. Yeah. You know, but so we kind of all the footballers go to Spain, don't they? We're all kind of <laughs> we're all kind of used to it here, you know. The whatever, but um, but we get a we, bit of a fifty-fifty. When we have good days, mate, that you can't beat England. No, it's absolutely you really brilliant. can't. No. West Ham obviously played um, Wednesday. Wednesday night. Yeah, mate, at our Arsenal. place, Dunham three-one. Wow, amazing. Yeah, amazing in nice. the cup, and it was Declan Rice come back for his his first game I think he got subbed on did he he got subbed on the second half and there was like this echo of booze which we all thought was West Ham fans we thought oh everyone's going to be cheering him standing on the face to be fair when he came on there was like people stood up but there was this undercurrent of booze every time he got the ball it wasn't like I don't think it was purely towards him like nasty like malice or anything but it's kind of like yeah mate you've given us 105 mil thank you you're now an Arsenal player. You're not West Ham anymore. So we're going to give you a bit of a boot. Like, I think it was kind of like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's what the West Ham fans are like, aren't yeah. they? Really? But what a cracking... Mate, I love the player Kudus. Oh, mate, he, he is... Uh, Moyes has got to start playing him a lot. Right? Yeah, more he's, he's been playing him regularly lately, yeah. which is great. And like that goal he took last night. What a touch as what well. Touch. Cut in, bam. But the atmosphere away. last night was like a European Cup night. You know? like when It you was got, actually. Yeah. yeah. Good vibes. Actually... 
a bit of a side note with yeah. Arsenal because yeah. it's a lot of talk at the moment about the goalkeeper situation mm. with um, Ramsdale being basically booted off for second place for Raya. Mm. Do you have any thoughts? I'll keep on Ramsdale that? there. You like Ramsdale? He's a cracking player. Yeah, he's got a great story. He went from Bournemouth. I was watching him at Bournemouth, like home games, and he went somewhere. I can't remember where. And then Arsenal got him. Yeah, like it was, I was like he wow. comes to Bournemouth games quite regularly. Yeah, you know? I, I actually met him at a Bournemouth game. Yeah. He just comes and watches because he, he likes the club. They yeah. were they you know they did a lot for him. But I think there's a lot of talk of him moving in January to like Newcastle is what mm. I've been hearing because you can't have two number ones. Yeah, at a club and even at West Ham we've got Fabianski and Ariola. Mm. Fabianski's a great keeper, but he's been basically pushed for the cup the cup games yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, I really yeah. like Ariola in goal for us. Yeah, and I love the atmosphere last night at London Stadium when you're filling up a, when you're filling up a you know I find it odd Upton Park was amazing tight 36,000 people looking over the pitch if you're down the chicken run you could you could get the opposition shorts and pull them down do you know what I mean like as fans it was that close (laughs) we're at London Stadium you're so far back sometimes when the atmosphere is not good there it doesn't feel good but when that whole takes a lot to get it going when it gets going it really gets going on special nights like you know especially beating Arsenal and we're going into that game going if we get a draw it'll be a result we'll get pens or something will happen but actually go 3-0 up it was like there was a lot of dancing around our house last night I bet. What is what is the best West Ham game you've been to ever in your life? There's a few that springs to mind. Probably the best one for me was the last game, 2016, Upton Park, West Ham. United. Night game, Man United. Oh. Last game, 36,000 grown men crying after the game. We won. Winston Reid, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. With the, with the in the, in, in, on Green Street near the bowling pub, whatever, there must have been 100,000 West Ham fans on the streets. Man United bus come through, all the fans stopped the bus, wouldn't let the bus move, and then fans started throwing bottles at the bus, all the glasses breaking on the bus, there was no police around, it was just oh. chaos. So the game got postponed for like an hour. But yeah, that was... That was I, I, I'm not I, saying just because of that incident, but that the whole atmosphere that night, I've never heard. The build-up was crazy. Yeah. I, I wasn't at the game, I really wish I could. A yeah. couple of my family members were there, but that, that game, I think, was perfect. Yeah. And David fa- Gold actually got us tickets, in fact, Dan. I, mean, I think, really? yeah, like proper. Well, he's one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet in your life. Really? David Gold, he's passed, just passed. Mm. Bless him, rest in peace. But proper West Ham through and through, lived opposite the stadium, become a multi multi millionaire. Then he bought the club. Did, like dreams, what, what dreams are made of, yeah. So a big shout out to David Gold. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah, looking forward to next week. Lots uh, lots happening again next week, mate. Yeah, we'll keep it rolling. We'll keep it going and uh, catch you there. Quality. All Cheers, right, Josh. Take care. Cheers, mate.